Online Broadcast Network. After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, Jude. Don't hey, Jude. No, no, I'm, I love this song. Oh, I don't need you okay. singing it. That's why I'm coming here. I was taking a minute to go, just enjoy. Sorry, guys, I Just it. enjoy the classic. What's it. up, guys? Guy David with you, the host of Aquarius. That was episode 12, and we have one more episode to go to the one season more. finale. One more to go, and people have been tweeting me. Yeah. I haven't watched it, but people love telling me that it's going to blow our mind. Spencer Garrett told us too when he was in, he said, this episode will absolutely blow your mind. And we saw at the end of this episode that it's about to get crazy. Yeah, so I'm excited for it, yeah. but just don't give it away. To me. You can tweet me anytime, at Guy and a Girl Show, but just don't give it away. I know it's going to blow my mind, but nothing else. Yeah. Could you please introduce yourself? Yes, I am Paige Bonanno. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Paige Bonanno. And yeah, tweet me too. Let me know your thoughts on what's going on for the final episode. We're excited to see it. So we are on hiatus next week, mm-hmm. and then we'll be back for the final episode. Mm-hmm. It's airing on Saturday. Are we doing it on the Saturday straight after, or are we doing it on the Thursday? Do you know? What a great know. question. Yeah, we can do it whichever day. Whatever day is easier. It should be straight after the final episode, right? Then let's do it on Saturday. I think so. Yeah. And we're going to be joined again by Spencer Garrett. He's confirmed. And I am speaking to some other publicists, so maybe we might get some of And Spencer Garrett is like the hugest part in this yeah, it's it's in about how episode, yeah. as we saw towards the end exactly. of this episode. So this is going to be a lot about Spencer Garrett. He's going to come in with a lot of great insight. So it's going to be cool to have him back. If you could sure. have one other person in, who would you have in? You can't say David Duchovny. Oh, oh, Gray Damon for sure. Just because of his looks. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of fair course. enough. No, fair enough. So let's get into the second to last episode. A lot going on. Please let me love you and it won't be wrong. Please let me love you. Please let me love you and it won't be wrong. And it won't be wrong. Now you're the biggest Aquarius cynic critic. Yeah. You like it. You like a critic. What did you think of this episode? I thought this episode was easier to follow than some other episodes. Um, I thought that it had a lot of good build up to the end and. Then at the end, it really showed us what was going to be happening for the next episode. I didn't even know that Hal played that big of a part in the the murder of the prostitute. How, I had no idea until the end. How good was the ending? Not how good. How good was the last twenty seconds? Exactly. Okay, just we'll just Hal's part. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into, into it. That. But um, before that. We really appreciate our sponsors here at After Buzz to have these beautiful studios and to be able to do what we do and connect with you guys. We need sponsors. And Mazda's a big supporter of ours, and I personally love them. They have all types of vehicles for you. So mm-hmm. does driving matter to you? Do you prefer to drive with the windows down, the windows up, fast around the bends, <laughs> slow around the bends? Are you a slower driver? Are you a conservative driver? Or are you just a great – you just love driving? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Mazda has a car for you. So ask yourself, does driving matter to you? Because Mazda builds cars for you, and they will be my next car when my lease runs up on October 31st. Very good, very good. So, Mazda, guys. Thank you, Mazda. All right, straight off the bat. So we see at the beginning Charlie, the music producer's back, who actually recorded 
Charlie's demo probably five or six episodes ago. Right. And we I was haven't a- seen him since. I was actually wondering about him. Did they just did that just disappear? Right, well because that was the biggest part of, you know, Charlie Manson in the beginning was his music and what was going on. So I was like, where's this music producer guy? And yeah, and he was so excited to record his demo, mm. but then it just disappeared. We never heard did he actually how it went. Yeah, right. But he's back, but not for not the music for the part. Music, just to well, he he's looking more as Charlie as a package deal now instead of just a music recorder. You know, he's thinking of him as it, it's his lifestyle that he wants to capture. He wants to like make a documentary basically about Charlie's life and about how crazy and and cool everything is. So actually, it was a good idea by the music producer, yeah, right? Because it's just something so unique so that you can capture it. I feel like he knows that there's something kind of weird about Charlie, and then he starts capturing all this crazy stuff that's going on. And, I mean, it would have been great for him if Charlie didn't throw it out the window. Yeah, he would have. If he had that at the end, that oh was God. that was national news right. all over the place. Mm. The, but it was so interesting when he was speaking to the, you know, he was speaking to all the ladies mm-hmm. and video cameraing them and asking mm-hmm. them their thoughts about Charlie. Right. Well, he says, he's like, I want to show the people Charlie's world. And he, he tells Charlie, he's like, I think what you're doing here is great. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Like, do you think he really meant that? Or he was just kind of, he think you know, he thinks that there's something weird about Charlie. He he wants to catch it. Or or more of, oh, you know, what you are really doing is great before he catches all this. No, I, I don't think he thinks it's great at all. I think he thinks this is a great documentary. So this he wants is to great. make Charlie believe, oh, this yeah. is great. You're doing great things here just so we can get in there and do the documentary. Yeah, which happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I've, heard, I've heard plenty of stories yeah. like that. But um, I think it's funny when all the girls were saying, like, Charlie is Jesus. Jesus. They all think that, that he's Jesus Christ. They just worship this guy. And well, it, yeah. it actually reminded me of when I watched a documentary about Charles Manson uh-huh. a few weeks ago on CNN. Mm-hmm. The same, the women that were being interviewed looked exactly the same and sounded exactly the same. That wasn't hyperbole. That's what they thought of him. Uh, for a second, the first interview they did with, I think it was with Sadie, I I literally thought that that was the real footage from... I, I, it took me a minute. I was like, wait, is this the real footage or is this the Aquarius footage? Because it, it they made it look so real that I actually thought it was real. Like yeah, the it, real it, footage. Was, it was exactly how they viewed him back exactly. then. He has this, this power over people that mm-hmm. is... It's it's quite well, they all it's amazing. Say they're all like Charlie saved us. He saved them all in different ways. You know, one of them was sitting out on the street and he came up and helped her. And they all see him as this father figure and as this Jesus Christ figure. Yeah, he's he's good at manipulate manipulating young How can you teenage be that girls. Good at it, though? I don't know. And, How? But How that, that's that what good? made him an historical figure. I know. It's apart just from the murders, but that's what made him so known. Just that well, he had this influence he never on people. Murdered anybody? You know, like it, it's a whole manipulation. It's crazy that he can. He has that much power. Some people, like, I mean, Hitler made Germany kill twenty million Jews. How? This, they have this, <laughs> Stalin made. They're these. Yeah. They're these dictators in the world that just have this. Just have the right have things to pa- say, and have I, the right... I think they get the people at the right time. They get the people when they're down in their lives and they're thinking, we need something to pick us up in our lives right now. Know, we want to just, be well, influenced. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, with Charlie, it's a little different because there are a lot less people than, like, a Hitler or Stalin, you know? But yeah, I mean, that was a, that was hyperbole. That was the biggest scale. It's crazy, like... But these are these influential people we've had in the 20th century. Mm-hmm, but um, during the doco filming... Charlie becomes suspicious of Sadie mm. because Cherry has never come back. She's in jail. Mm-hmm. Why do you think he became suspicious of her? I don't know, but he knows that she's lying. I feel like just the way that she's saying, like he he knows that Sadie's always been jealous of Emma. He's always known that. So I feel like now she shows up without Emma. You know, he's kind of like, "What happened?" Or she's like, "I don't know." 
like the cops got her, you know? And, and he says, he's like, oh, so you just walked into the police station without really knowing that she was captured and saying, oh, my sister's in here. And they didn't think anything of it. Like, I, I feel like her story just doesn't match. And he, he knows that she's jealous of Emma. Yeah, and um, he actually said, he said when she first went missing, she, he said, Emma will be back. And mm-hmm. now she hasn't come back. He's thinking, well, something's what happened. Really happened. And he's turned to Sadie because... Uh, I mean, Sadie's just so in love with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, well, and she's a nut. I mean, she's, a, she's, later, a, she's, a, she's a complete he's, nut. He's hitting her and, like, abusing her, and she's still, like, laughing, and she's like, I love you. Yeah, let, let, well, yeah we'll go it's into like that later. But that they can do, uh, that, that he can do. That scene was hard to watch. I know. When he was beating her up. Like, I, I nearly, I, I had to turn again. It was like the, I didn't think, I was like, wow. It, I, I did the same. I was like. It was like last week with his mum when he drugged his mum. That was hard to watch too. More and more violent every episode. More and more violent. He's getting creepy. Exactly. I mean, he's been creepy, but he's getting creepier. Yeah, and And meaner and more violent. And I think I mean credit to Geth and Anthony, the actor, Mm. because to make me turn and sort of cringe like that. Yeah. Okay. Before I said if I had to have someone come in, it would be Gray Damon, which I definitely still want Gray Damon to come in, but. Gath and Anthony would have to be the next person. I mean, I'd love to question him just about the role, how he studied, how he prepared, what he yeah. heard, what he listened to, how he got just... Because he's really turned into a creepy guy. He's super creepy. And you remember Spencer well, he said... he plays the role so well. Yeah, and there was concerns about him playing the role because apparently he was too good-looking, Spencer mm, and said. And they really, like, yeah. But he's really turned into this creepy sort of guy, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. But well, I'm... I'm, I'm no, I'm talking to Geth. I'm talking to Gray Damon's publicist. Mm. I don't know how to get hold of Geth and Anthony. Can someone tweet me? We'll yeah, find I guess. out. We'll find you. I'll give him a go. I've only got two weeks now. <laughs> so then we get to Jimmy Two's death. Mm. The dancer Rachel approaches Hodiak. Well, she gets arrested for marijuana, right? Right. And then she wants to speak to Hodiak because she knows she, she has saw information. Jimmy's body getting put into the hearse. By Roy, which is Charlie's right-hand man. Yeah. So she sees him, all this taking place. Yeah, so she approaches Sam and says, I have this, and he drops the charges. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, he'll, so Sam says that he will reduce Rachel's charges if she writes everything down and tells everything that happens, and then he'll reduce her charges for marijuana. So she's trying. he's trying to, you know, play it back so she can, so he can get the information. Yeah. And it'll be better for her because she'll get her marijuana charges reduced, but she's too concerned about being a snitch. She doesn't want to be a snitch. Yeah, and everybody's so concerned about being snitches. Yeah, especially back then. Just everyone. It's ter- the only guy that isn't concerned is really the guy that doesn't care about going out to cover, not being a snitch. Is sort of shafe. Yeah, he just sort of laid back, <laughs> sitting about it. Yeah. But then I, I thought it was interesting. Sam took Rachel to his house. Was that purely for protection? Well, I guess. Okay, so she was sitting on the stoop, right, and she was like smoking a cig and hanging out, and he was like, "So what's going on?" And she basically says, I have nowhere to go because Lucille owns all the motels in the town. So she can't go to the motels because Lucille will see her. And she hasn't been at work in a couple of days. So, so Lucille's going to know that something's up. And she's she's snitching on Lucille and Lucille's gang. So, you know, I mean, really, where else is she going to go? But Sam just, would you have taken her in? I mean, like, Sam just kind of too. Hell no. But what would you have done with her? Just let her sit there all night? I would have found something else. There's like got to be. There's gotta like be- what? Well, you're putting me on the spot, but if Wait, you, if, okay, if I had have, no, if I had a day <laughs> to think about it, I would have found something. But he didn't something. have a day. He he went out and saw her on the stoop. So he just took her home. And then he was like, "I don't know what to do." <laughs> what else? I mean, realistically, I just thought there was. Like, I mean, if they would have been like better friends, yeah, it'd be more normal. But like, she literally can't go to any motels. Yeah, she I, has no family. She has no friends. She's a prostitute. 
And what about witness protection? It's just not as big a crime to to justify going to witness protection. But like, where was she going to stay that night? It was midnight. Just, just put it back on. You would have taken her to your house. Just put it back on the street. It's not going to happen. She's fended for herself the whole time. She I can keep doing it. I would have let her stay my house if I knew that she was actually a good person. And yeah, but we, and then we, I think Sam really wanted to try and change her because she comes from a good Jewish family. Mm-hmm. She said, and she she went the wrong way. Exactly. But and that was proven wrong when she threw that party in his house later well, on. Well, she starts. Okay, so she she's taken in his house, and she he he's super nice and gentleman like. He says, "You sleep in my bed, I'll sleep on the couch." And then in the middle of the night, she starts playing this like weird music and starts dancing and like trying to seduce him and have sex with him. And he was like, "I'm not having this at all." <laughs> that was just weird. I, I for a second I thought he might do it, and then I was like, "No, Sam's better than that." I was convinced he was going to do it, but he was really like, you know, you're a good person. Like he let her sleep on the couch with him, but you know, strictly to sleep, not mm. do anything, just so she felt like someone was there. She felt comforted he showed good self-control yeah sounds great in some ways he's good like that if he wants to teach someone a life lesson right. he sort of shows maturity right he's got good but so she just I, well because he told her he was like you know you don't you don't have to do this and she's like i know does this seem like someone that thinks they have to do it mm. but i feel like i mean and she did say at the end she was like you know uh later on when i get all like fixed up we're gonna continue this again and you're gonna gonna miss out you're gonna miss out on the fun that we could have had tonight so she's still she's not doing this because he's letting her stay at his house or anything like she's really wants him yeah it sounds like she actually likes him exactly and then he yeah let her snuggle with him what was that what's that called just a good snuggle (laughs) a good snuggle a good snuggle with the snitch dancer yeah by the cop by the detective dancer yeah, I thought that was interesting. I don't know. I thought it'd be more appropriate to nearly just had sex with yeah, her and probably. send her back to her bed. Well, that would have been the Californication, David Duchovny. Yeah. He definitely would have been like, all right, <laughs> come on, let's go. Everyone loves that guy. I have people staying from my staying from Australia with me and stuff, and every time I say I'm doing a David Duchovny show, everyone flips out. Yeah, right. Just because of the character in Californication. Exactly. Moody, whatever his name, Frank Hank Moody. Moody. <laughs> just the coolest guy that ever lived. Yeah, that ever lived, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's get to... I don't know how to describe it. The gay killer case. Right. I guess. Exactly. So, so <laughs> how, how would you put it? That's it. The gay Yeah. That's, that's what they call that's, it. Yeah, that's politically correct. Case. That sounded good. No. <laughs> You're saying yourself. That sounded good. I think oh, that's okay. No, yeah. The, um, but so we go back. Oh, no, they called it. They, they did. They said, quote, unquote, the queer killer case. This is what they said, quote unquote. Not me saying it, but oh, that's, I I put, that's what they've been calling it. Okay, so they, I put the gay killer exactly. case. Exactly, that's better than queer killer case. Oh yeah, definitely. But that's how they call. That was the the terminology they used. <laughs> okay. So we go back to there's a link between Novo, which was the Paramount Pictures killer, mm-hmm. like five or six episodes ago, right. who got killed, because who got he was killed, gay. and Chris Wagner, who was hitting on Shafe while he was undercover at the bar a couple weeks ago. At a bar. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where things get sort of complicated. Mm-hmm. So then we have the superior court, the superior court judge, right, get involved, and now he is brought in for questioning by Sam. Yes. This took me a while. What did you think when he was originally brought in? A separate case. What were your thoughts? So basically, it seemed like okay. There was the home invasion. We find out that the judge, his wife, was murdered. By, we don't know. Uh, it was a home invasion. All we know is that she was murdered. He was hurt, but he survived. Yeah. So basically, um, the guy at the bar, Chris Wagner, comes down to identify um, 
the judge, and he says, yeah, you know, I've seen this guy. He's been, you know, lurking around the gay bar in his car and, like, picking up people that come out. So, basically... It's linked some... I don't know if the judge is gay or if he's bisexual or if him and his wife just like to experiment, but basically we know that the judge is fooling around with some people and that's how it led to the home invasion. Yeah, and and they suspect that... Yeah, well, it's pretty much proven that he brought someone brought someone home he to have sex with his wife. Or himself. Or himself. A threesome, a threesome they, they do... Cra- yeah, I don't know. it was a gay bar, so it had to be for him... And maybe his wife was involved too. Right, because too. I don't think he would be hanging around a gay bar if it, you know. No, you no, you wouldn't. So then, um, so and then that guy ended up killing, killing. Lillian, his wife. Well, he says too. He was like, you know, he had a he he was a Hispanic man, right? Like twenty two or something, and he had like a scar on his abdomen, and like he the the judge was like kind of like poking a little bit of fun at it, like just kidding, like oh your scar, like where is it from, blah blah blah, and he was like, I'll give you some scars, and like just start cutting them <laughs> up. So th- this is just this is this reminds me of like the Ken Khan situation. Mm-hmm. They don't care about anybody but themselves. Mm-hmm. It's all about their career back then, and they don't care about even the welfare of their wife. So he knew what happened, and he he's not incriminating. Incrimi- incriminating. Who knew what happened? The judge. The judge knew what happened. to His wife. Yeah, he knew who murdered his wife. He was there, but he couldn't come out and say it because he didn't want. He's he's a judge. He's like this. And yeah. th- that's my whole point. Right, yeah. My point is, he, he can't go to jail because he did nothing wrong. He's, there's no law to not bringing someone home and having a threesome. But you can't, you can't let go to jail know for that. that. But surely, surely the murder of your wife takes priority over your career. Right. These guys don't get it. For him, it's his reputation, though, as well. It's his career, but it's also his reputation. Like, what's going to happen now? He tells everybody, oh, I brought a guy back to our house. He ended up murdering my wife. You know, like, I was hanging outside the gay bars and doing this. That wasn't acceptable. No, um, yeah, but... At all. So now he's going to let everybody know that, lose his job, lose his reputation, lose his friends, lose everything. He's already lost his wife. He's not even going to go for that. Yeah, I just... If someone murdered oh, my wife... Especially if he knew where you lived and he tried to murder you and you got out. Yeah. And now he can come back at any time. Like, uh, uh, no. Yeah, I'm more saying this. If someone murdered my wife and I knew who did it, I, I was involved in it in some way, I knew, I saw who did it. Mm-hmm. There's, I, there was a chance a police could solve the case through my help. Mm-hmm. But it brings down my career. My wife still takes priority. Right. To solve that. She was going to live her death was never going to be resolved mm-hmm. in his eyes because he didn't want his name tarnished or his career tarnished that i still a- think your wife getting murdered takes precedence over your career <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> I, it's the same with ken khan i agree but like that wasn't the that wasn't their priority these, back guys, then. these guys just don't care they don't, they well don't, it's not like it's back then as if they didn't do it now. People now still would do that. They don't want their... I don't know. People. A lot of people just have different priorities than we do, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I would hope that I would want to... Yeah, I mean, I, I just couldn't live with myself. That's the thing. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd rather lose my career. Well, he obviously didn't care because 
Sam said something. He was like, I hope that you are happy and not having a job later. Like, Sam was right. <laughs> he did, yeah, he, did, he didn't <laughs> care at all. No. I loved how I've got used to Sam always saying the right things. Yeah. Like, he always is oh, great with he words. He was just sitting there and, like, didn't even flinch. And he was like, I hope you, you're happy with not having a job. And Sam's, Sam was like, well, I hope you're happy when this comes out, this comes out, this comes out. Your name's going to get brought down and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, or we can do it my way. And, you know, you tell me the information, you still keep your job nobody knows yeah, and there was a moment there when he's the the judge said i hope you are happy working so and so as you will be tomorrow whatever mm-hmm. and then he walked off and there was like two seconds where sam just didn't say anything mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I was thinking hang on sam always has the last word get up sam get right, up right, right. and then it was suddenly got up blocked him off yeah and really well, and got sam to the point too, he's like i if you have the chance to avenge her or sam says himself he's like i would avenge her you can help catch her killer like you have to do this for your wife and then basically, then the judge comes around. He says, you know, he was this Hispanic in his twenties. Um, he made a joke about his scar, and then gets into it. But basically, he's saying like, oh, so the guy will go down for other murders and not for your wives? Like, do we think that's going to be continued, or do we think that's the end of it? No, that's probably the end of that's it. That's the end of it. I mean, that seems to be the pattern. So, so yeah. Then so Sam then goes home after that, mm-hmm. and he finds. You know, a party that looked like a sort of brothel going on in his house. Right. Um, but he quickly put an end to that. But he just lets them all go. Like, and he's like, they're, they're, they have like a legal drug smuggle in his house. And he's like, yeah, did she tell you that I'm a cop? Like, get your ass out. And then that was it. He's just, I'm, I know I'm so, I always said, but he's just so similar in all these parts he all plays. Right. Dave, he plays but this. But like, I would be pissed if like she brought home all her like drug smuggling friends he's, into my house. I'd be furious. But I'd be Sam, like, you get out too. And he just hang out with her after that. Sam never raises his voice. But Sam, at yeah. All. He wants her to be better. And that's why he's still, you know, he wants her to better herself. And that's why he still is so nice about it. But I would be like, all right. You're it's, done. It's weird how he, yeah, he has belief in people. Yeah. Like some just for like, why would you have belief in the dancer at the Peach Pussycat, you know, <laughs> that's been watched, that's knows all about the, yeah. the, the underworld that goes nowhere, on there. Like all of a sudden he just trusts her. And it's because it's because he said he was Jewish, she's Jewish and he's half Jewish. I don't, there's a, yeah, is like it religious related? I don't know. But he just somehow, Believed in her, and then she started showing her true colors here mm-hmm. when she decided to have a party. Right. You think someone's taking you in, protecting you, you just maybe refrain for 24 hours? Exactly. Don't you don't have to bring people in his house. Yeah, you, you don't have to do but it. But then, yeah, and he's telling, he's telling her, like, okay, you know what, you need to get back to work, like, get back on the horse, let's go. And she's like, Lucille's going to know that something's up, because I haven't been to work in however many days, you know? And so he's basically saying that, he's like, okay, we'll go back to work, but we'll do it my way. And so he brings her back and pretends that she's his girlfriend. So then he yeah. can, he can get in on Lucille's business. <laughs> his decisions have been really good so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. Like, not all, they all haven't worked, but they've been really thought out, educated decisions. Mm-hmm. So let's we let's get back to Charmaine for a second. We didn't see much of her at mm-hmm. all, but I just love the way. Shafe and Sam are giving her more of a police responsibility. Mm-hmm. They're making her find out information. Right. He wanted the fabric where it's from for Guapo or whatever it was. But she it still seems found it. like they're not really trusting her completely. Do you, do you get that feeling? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, they're giving her a little bit more tasks, but, like, not that much. Even when Brian was asking her about, he's like, oh, so what do you use formaldehyde for and this and that? She, like, told him, and they still went and, like, looked everything up forever and then came back. He's like, this is what it is. And she's like, yeah, I told you that, like... It's almost ago. almost frustrated. They, I don't think that they. 
I think Sam and Brian like want to give her responsibility and want to trust her. I think they trust her as a person, you know what I'm saying? But like they don't she's a woman, they don't think that she can do the job. I don't know. I feel like they still even after all this time and they see her potential and they see everything that she's doing and her hard work, I still don't think that. And Sam's still nervous about They're the, giving her like the tiniest little yeah, task. Sam's still nervous about the testimony that she's going to do. Exactly. Whether she's actually going to follow well, through yeah, with it or they, whether a killer's going to go because she has moral They probably objectives. all still think that she's fragile because she just was in witness yeah. two guys die. Mm. I thought it was funny at the beginning. Um, Schaefer asked her to do do something for him and he goes, don't worry, I'll get someone else to descale the coffee pot. Meaning, that, oh. meaning that's what she does every day in exactly. the office. So he'll get someone like else can, to do yeah, it today. Let's do something else, and we'll get someone else to do it. Yeah. So where should we go from here? We okay. should go to the Sam and Walt situation. That's what I was should we say. go there? Yes, yes, yes. Let's go there. So creepily, <laughs> Sam gets home at night, and Walt pops up out of nowhere. His reaction was funny. And then Walt pops up out of nowhere. I'm like, all these freaky people are in his house at night. Like, no. I would freak out. The, the, they, like, literally popped out of the dark. The, I was like, all right. Do, uh, can, you, can you tell me... Why did they have to pop out of the dark? <laughs> and, and why one at a time? Why him like, first? And then when he, he nearly had a heart like, attack. Well, and then it was like, okay, Opal. Like, at least, from different rooms. Like, yeah. literally pop. At least be sitting on the couch waiting for him. Not, or have a light on. Like, why do you need him dark? The one popped out. Scared the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. And the second pops out. And why was Opal there? Like, yeah, I get Walt, but, like, Opal is just lurking. Yeah, I think it's just being a mother. Yeah. I mean, because... So let's... This is a tough situation for Sam, right. and we. Th- this was the best part of the episode for me. The last twenty minutes, mm-hmm. the Walt thing, what he had to do, how hard a time he had, you know, selling his soul to the devil in some regard, mm-hmm. to look after your son because treason. Even his mum said you right. can get hanged for treason. Well, yeah, and Walt is. Walt's kind of got this mentality of, like, I can't wait anymore. Like, even though there's nothing pressing right now, like, he, in his mind, he can't wait because he feels like he left the the war, and if he doesn't do something about this right now, then him leaving the war is all... It, it, he did it for nothing. And he, he's not well. No. He, 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 he yeah. even said it to... Khan and Grace. He said, look, my son, the war messed him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he... Yeah, Sam knows that his son is... Uh, he's not well, but... um. It's, he's got PTSD. Yeah, he's got, and it's it's just which I didn't. It's such such a tough situation for Sam to be in because mm-hmm. one, you know, he's treading on needles. One wrong thing he says to Walt, done. Walt goes to the press. The, he's gone to the press. Mm-hmm. He's arrested. He's tre- he's either in jail or he's either receiving the death penalty for dead. treason. Yeah, exactly. So he's got to say he's supporting his son. Mm-hmm. What to, and to stop him saying, "Give me a minute, I support you." Give me a minute. He Give has me a to minute. act like he supports him regardless. Yeah, he can't get angry at him. He can't tell him he's stupid. He can't tell him to seek help because well, that will Opal's, set off a sick, per, sick person off. Exactly, and Opal's really on Walt's side. Yeah, completely because she helped him get out of the war in the first place. So, I mean, she's actually on his side. Sam is on his side because it's his son, but he has a different mentality about it and different reasoning. Yeah, yeah, Sam's completely against what Walt's exactly. saying. Cause but he he's has the, to, yeah. He's the typical World War II veteran. He mm-hmm. believes in the country, the fighting for. And, he, and, and Walt's just like, oh, my God, I found out all this stuff. Like, I have to do the right thing. And, like, Walt's like, no, that's not what it's you like, do. It's, it's not helping. It's like the Snowden thing, whatever's going on now. The mm-hmm. guy that snitched on the phone tapping and then right. ran away and they still can't get him and exactly. stuff. There's stuff you can't... It's classified. Right. It's simple. It's mm-hmm. the law. It's classified. You can't... Mm-hmm. But back in war times, times of war, the penalty was 
death. Mm-hmm. So Sam is terrified by this. And this is leading to... I think the drinking is Grace and Walt. What do you think? It's a combination the of both. The drinking? Sam's drinking. Oh, great. Because he's a reformed well, yeah. alcoholic and he's been drinking again for a while. He's been drinking. Well, he started drinking again after the whole Grace thing. Yeah. But I guess what was happening at the same time. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. He's like a straight-up alcoholic now. No, he is. And, again, we haven't seen much of it, the effects of it. He's just been sending him drinking, but he's still totally been cool. Yeah. yeah. But towards the end of the episode, we saw the effects start to come in. But, um, I mean, Walt... I mean, that's horrible. It's a horrible situation exactly. for a father. I'm surprised he's been so calm mm-hmm. throughout no this whole choice. period. He has no other choice. Exactly. He's, he's smart, Sam. Mm-hmm. He's really smart. Exactly. So he saw the first um, idea fail last week to, to, to go to the press as an anonymous oh, right, source. Right, right. They uh, said they can absolutely not do it as anonymous. Yeah. So he went back to Walt and told him that he said he'll I'll, f- I'll find something else out, which we see he does. So he he goes to Ken, and he says, "All right, with the last shroud of my soul, I have to help my son." So he asks Ken for his help and says, basically telling him, "We're and, even now." And how was the how was the lead up to before he approached Ken? He was so devastated about mm-hmm. all this. He went to church. Mm-hmm. He was doing the. The Catholic cross sign. Mm-hmm. He even prayed. Mm-hmm. We even saw the guy pray, right? Because he knew he knew he was going to do something completely immoral. Because right. Sam's actually a good guy, right? So, but, he, he, so he goes to Grace. He, he, mm. So we see Grace again for the first time in however long. And, she's been and, absent. So and she apologizes to Sam. She's like, you know what? I I went crazy. You know, it wasn't really me. I'm sorry. And then Ken walks in and basically just when Grace is about to confess her love for Sam, exactly. she said, oh, "What'd she say? Oh, you're, I want you." Or I don't know. It was just about to confess her. And Ken walks in and basically says, "All right." Or Sam says, "I have this son. He's not really. He, he's supposed to be in Vietnam. He's not in Vietnam. You know." And tells him he wants immunity for the documents. And basically, he he tells Ken, "You know, my son's." He's messed up. You know, We got, I need you to help me. And Ken's basically like, I walk into my house, you're sleeping with my wife, and this and that. And he wants to, and he's like, you know what, if I do this for you, then we're even. Yeah. So he, uh, he says, let's make a trade, you know, because, and, and Ken's basically like, trade for what at the beginning? And he's like, so, you know that prostitute that disappeared seven years ago? Like, I know all about that, and this is what's going to happen. And Sam had such a hard time doing that, leading up. He's like, I'm a detective a prostitute's been murdered. Mm-hmm. I know this guy has something to do with it. And I'm about to go against all my mentality, what I've grown up believing, mm-hmm. and turn a blind eye on a man that was affiliated in a murder of a prostitute. And I know it. And he's running in the but, Nixon campaign. He's a high-powered but guy. But he has to do it for his son. But it's the right thing to do. I mean, It's not really the right thing to do, but it is for his son. You know, for, for his family, it's what's right. In all other moral senses, it's not. Yeah, so I'll rephrase that. There's not a human alive that wouldn't do the same thing exactly. for their child. I agree. Because it's reached, and you can't blame it. But for Sam, he it, just feels so bad about it because he's like... It's reached, it's reached breaking point. Right. He's a day away from losing his son. His son could strike at any minute. Right. His son needs help. And, yeah, and basically, you know... Ken says, he's like, so if you know everything that happened, why don't you just go right to the police? And and Sam says, he's like, if I talk to, if I talk about this woman, I talk to her, and she tells me what happened, you know, I'm going to have to formally report everything she tells me. But if you agree to help me, you know, I won't speak a word to her, and then we can form this alliance and basically, so, and it'll fix it for you, and it'll help me. So we saw Sam's preparation for this before, when he went to Riverside 
and saw um, the prostitute's friend, mm. who now goes by Louise Mitchell and was formerly Louise Miller, but had to change her name. Right. And he didn't say anything. He just had the glasses on. So it's, please turn your back. Can I see your tattoo? Well, he goes, can I see your woodshed? Your woodshed. That's what he said. I don't even remember. He goes, can I see your woodshed, <laughs> please? She, he, yeah, he goes, can I see your woodshed, please? And so she... She goes, yeah, and she goes to turn around. I'm like, oh, what's in this woodshed? And then she brings her back open, and it was a tattoo. Yeah, and then he... And then she goes, what, what do you want? And he's like, oh, nothing, and then just leaves. So he never says anything to her, because she can tell him everything, but he wants to just make sure that she's a person, she's real, so then he can go back to Ken. Yeah, he, he found that he, he got the information he needed as soon as she said, he said, were you formerly Louise Miller? And she said... Yes. Why do you want to know? Like, right. clarification, boom, I've got this guy. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't. Now, then we. Now, I don't think Ken did enough. No, he didn't do enough. That was. I. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Like, what was that all about? And you saw Sam's fury. He started drinking and lost his plot. Well, but, I would be pissed too if honestly, like, Sam just threw away basically all his morals out the door for this, and then Ken basically just says, "All right, I did what I can, and that's it." Ken did nothing. He said, "You know, I have a friend, Charles, and I'll put you in touch with him. That's the best I can do." And then, yeah. And then he says, I saved the man you love. You're welcome. I think Ken, I think Ken made a mistake. You don't mess with Sam. Sam's a smart detective. What, what else, he, he what always else comes do you think back. that Ken could have done? I mean, I don't, I don't know, but. But he didn't even do, I mean, all he said it, was, I put you in touch. That's it. Like, he didn't even call the guy, you know, that's it. It's, exactly. Even if he couldn't do anything more, he could have worded it better to or Sam. Said, like, hey, I'll help Sam, you with whatever my, else you need. Like, this is. But he just says, you know what, Sam? We're even. Yeah, he could have said, my friend, I've got you in touch with him. If he doesn't call you in 24 hours, call me back and I'll deal with it. But we Ken need to get this result. He thinks, like, all right, this is what I did. I, I helped him. I'm done. I almost think, yeah, Ken thinks he's sort of above the law in some way. Because he's Ken just, he's not too a, concerned. Yeah. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't care. But then he's also a weak sort of person. He's just, when you listen to him speak, he's sort of creepy and. Ken? Yeah, he's just yeah. he's just weak and yeah, he's super creepy. I, I don't know, but yeah, I don't think he did enough though. So for it's sure. all going to come down to this last episode. We'll mm-hmm. go to prediction soon, but um, we're going to have Walt. Is he going to talk to the press? What's Khan going to? I even think what's Walt's King on the brink do? of like suicide or something right now if oh, he yeah. doesn't get what he wants. You all, know, all, like, all sorts of stuff can go wrong. He's got PTSD, which is a it's a terrible mental disease. Right. It's a, it's uh, awful. I mean. So we have Walt on the brink of that. We have we don't know where Emma is. We don't know what's going on with her. No, is she still in jail? Where is she, by the way? She's in jail still. Sam <laughs> so, left her ass in there. It was She's the best done. thing he did. That's yeah. remember. And then we have yeah, Ken. He didn't really cooperate with Sam. We have is Sam going to bounce friend. back? The, yep. We have Hal, who apparently murdered another prostitute. Yep. It's are they going to fit this all in an hour? It's going to be like an explosion. Or forty minutes. So yeah. everyone, yeah, everyone's been tweeting me. You, people have been giving me high expectations, mm-hmm. though, because I've sat through the series, and it's almost all these little stories have sort of led to right. this final episode. Well, this final episode's meant to be yeah. it, you know, the boom. So basically, though, real quick, after Ken said, he, he goes, okay, we're even, hangs up the phone. So then we see Grace, and she's like, okay, this is a fresh start for us. She gives him a kiss, oh, yeah. like, awkwardly. I did not like that. Like, they don't love each other. And she's and she says, well, oh, that's said. what, that, he says, I saved the man you love. You're welcome. He says that to Grace. And she's like, okay, this is a fresh start for us. Gives him a kiss. And he was, he was like, yo, you love him. And she's like, I used to love you. What he was, was like, no, what, you didn't. What was meant by all that, by the way? The fresh start and stuff. She, just because she okay, helped Sam? Just because he helped Sam? Because the prostitute thing is now behind them, so they think. So the prostitute thing's behind them. 
you know, Ken's on, he, he's running for the election and all this, you know, basically they want Sam out of the way. They're even. So she's basically so, thinking, as much as I despise this man, we're gonna I am over. married to him. Yeah. He is, you know, running for Nixon. Exactly. She's just going to put a brave face on and get through life, pretty much. But also, she says to him, so this is before we see Hal at the door, all covered in blood. She says, she's like, Hal owes you. And this is, I'm like, what? Hmm. Hal owes you? And then we see Hal at the door, and then I'm like, okay, so basically, the whole prostitute thing started with Hal. Like, we know that now, because yep. she goes, how old you? He comes to the door, he's all bloody, he said, kind of happened again. Yeah, we know, we, we know. So, it, this is all how. Yeah. Which we didn't know before, because he was barely even in the episodes. I had no idea. And. Well, we knew, we knew his, because of Spencer, that his character played a big part in the last in the episode. In the last episode, and now we're finding out why. So, can we safely say now that, um, how killed the first prostitute and obviously killed another one? And Kim yeah. was a part of it. Kim was there. Well, I feel like Kim's we can helping say that. to bury it to like to yeah. And ch- and it was word? and it was one of Charlie's girls. Yes. So that's why was what, it? Yeah, yes. that's what Charlie's yes. got over them. Right. They went and saw one of Charlie's girls. Hal had sex with him. Something went wrong, and the girl ended up dying. I think that w- like with Hal, maybe something happens where he like either gets drugged or drunk or something, and like. Something happens with these. I don't know. Something's wrong with him. At, I don't think that Hal doesn't seem like a guy that would just go murder a prostitute. You know, I feel like something like he's in no, like he's a trance or something happens to him, and then he does this without knowing. Yeah, maybe. And then he yeah. comes. He's crying. You see that he's visibly upset. He has blood all over him. And he's like, "Oh my god, what did I do? It happened again." Like, I feel like there's something that it like takes over him, and he doesn't know that he's doing that. Yeah, is it when he's having sex with him, or does he feel like a superiority complex, or gets? I don't, to, know. I don't know what We're it is. To find out so much about that. But we saw. Um, all right, we saw Charlie and Sadie. Mm-hmm. Sadie got the living daylights beaten out of her, right. which was actually hard to watch. That was violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, we're going to find out exactly what happened to Cherry because uh, Sadie doesn't care. Like, she's just like, I love you, Charlie. I love you. It doesn't matter. Like, is laughing like a freaking witch. Sadie's messed up. Yeah, she's I scary. Mean, uh, even after that last headbutt, I thought she was about to be dead. She's still going, I love you. Right. And he's pretty... And he keeps beating her, and she's like, I love you, I love you. She doesn't even... And he hasn't touched her she's for ages. She's not by it, and she's not telling him where Cherry is. Yeah, he's beat the hell out of her, and he's basically said, Emma's a better version of you. He mm-hmm. actually said, Emma does everything better than you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like Emma better than you. But, I mean, he's so concerned about Emma. Like, he almost seems, before he's beating her up, he almost seems like a good guy. Like, you need to tell me where she is. Like, he's really concerned about her. Yeah, yeah. All right, so it's all going to add up. And we're going to see it in two weeks' time. But for Mm -hmm. now, we are getting to After Buzz predictions. Predictions. All right. What do you think is going to happen? You go first. Predictions. Go ahead. I think Sam's going to get to, like, breaking point. Walt is going to be very, very close to doing something really bad. Mm -hmm. And Sam's going to panic. And... Oh, gosh, man, this is hard. I it's, think someone's gonna die. Yeah, so do I. And I think I don't. I think Ken. I think Ken or How are done. I don't think Ken's gonna be in the next series. I think it's gonna end for him this episode. I want it next episode. Ah, but he's like such a like integral part. I think. Do you, you think he's gonna hang around? I think it's either gonna be Walt or Ken. All right, hang on. Let's start. But gonna, like, they can't kill Walt and they can't kill Ken. Let's so start. I don't know. Let's start. What What do you think's gonna happen to Walt? Prediction. I think Walt is going to go to the press. 
You think he's going to go? Yes. I think Sam's not going to be able to help him in time. And we already saw a little bit of foreshadowing. He's like, I got to do this now. It's, it's got to happen now. I'm wasting time. So I feel like the next episode, like, and then what's Sam like, going to hey, do? Sam, you're not doing this fast enough. And just go to the press. Sam's going to, like, run after him and try to help him. And he's not going to work. And basically, I think Walt's going to, like, go to jail. Okay, Walt goes to jail. Then I predict that Sam's going to be mad, obviously, drunk and mad. He's going to take his revenge out on Ken. In some Ken, way. Ken, okay. Some way. I can see it. Ken, or if he if he runs into Charlie again, that's not going to be good. Hey, Charlie's in this. There's a lot of things so that can happen So what about Cherry, here. though? She's got to make an appearance. She's just sitting in a cell right she's now. She's sitting in a cell, but what do you think is going to happen? you think she's going to get out? Who's going to get her out? I, don't, I think she might not even be seen. I think she might just stay in the cell. You think? I think there's so many things that have got to happen with Ken, How, Sam, Yeah, Walt. like how are they even going to fit her in there? I don't even know they're even going to fit her in there. But... This has really become this is more about, about Ken now. Yeah, because we saw how he's done it again, and that's going to lead to something. They're going to discover the latest prostitute dead. Do you think Hal and Ken are both going to die? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I deal with this. Um. Yeah, one of them. One of them will. I don't know. The people who have watched this are just laughing at us, going, <laughs> "We've seen it all." But. We're going to watch it in two weeks' time. We're going to be joined definitely by Spencer Garrett mm-hmm. and hopefully one other. I can't promise you. But join us. If you've been with us for the 12 weeks, the finale is in two weeks' time. We'd love to have you with mm-hmm. us. We'll for be sure. asking Spencer at least all the tough questions. So make sure you join us. We'll tweet out the times and everything. I'm your host, Guy David. You can find me on Twitter at Guy and a Girl Show. Hit me up. Hit me up. All right. And I'm Paige Bonanno. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Bonanno. And thank you so much for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Good night. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 